Welcome back to In The Know. My name is Luke Diamond, and I am joined today in the studio by Big News, a new podcast reporter, Mr. J.D. Duggan. Say hey, J.D. Hey, Luke. <laughs> uh, J.D. has been at The Daily far longer than I have. Uh, he has tons of reporting experience, but just on the print side of things. But uh, we stole him over to the podcast. So welcome to the team. Yeah, and thanks a lot. This is It was exciting. This was kind of my first audio story. And here we go. Let's jump into it. Zosha Winnegar-Schultz is a fourth-year PhD student in the Cultural Studies and Comparative Lit Department here at the U. Six years ago, Zosha and her mom were driving in a snowstorm. Their car slid out of control and hit the side of a bridge. My mom was driving. She broke both of her wrists. I was hit by an airbag um, in the side of the face um, and initially appeared to have mostly like soft tissue injuries, etc., but then over time realized that my jaw had been permanently damaged and the side of my neck. Zosha was no stranger to the healthcare system. As a kid, she was diagnosed with hypermobility spectrum disorder. Which means that my joints, uh, my ligaments, my tendons, my muscles are hypermobile. Basically, she's a lot more flexible, but also more prone to soft tissue injuries. Since the crash, her chronic pain and migraines have gotten worse. So she's been receiving acupuncture and chiropractic care. She also relies on therapy and medication to help contend with a host of mental health concerns. And she's a full-time grad student. Yes. The important thing to know is that she affords her care with the Graduate Assistant Health Plan. It's the university's health insurance plan for grad students. Last May, the U announced that that plan was switching providers. It's something they do every six years. And this year, they switch from health partners to Blue Cross Blue Shield. Zosha didn't think anything of it. Most grad students didn't. Here is daily reporter Emily Sizen, who wrote an article about it. Every grad student I talked to pretty much said that they kind of almost even ignored the initial announcement because they kind of figured that there wouldn't be any big changes. And that's because the U's Office of Health Benefits said there wouldn't be. Their email said, quote, your health benefits and coverage levels will remain the same. I'm going to take a wild guess that that didn't happen. No, it didn't. Immediately, things changed. Costs changed, coverage changed. For example, many birth control methods that were covered under health partners weren't immediately covered by Blue Cross Blue Shield. And to top it off, a lot of grad students didn't receive new insurance cards, and Zosha was one of them. Getting her card was a mess. Her insurance company told her she could get my insurance card on their website. But the website required information on the card, so she has to make a bunch of calls to get them to give me the information. Once she gets it, she has to create an account, log in. Finally, she requests for her card to be mailed to her, and it shows up seven weeks late. Holy moly. While this is happening, she gets a bill she's never gotten before. It's for the acupuncture care she receives for her muscular skeletal disorder, which is called TMD. It turns out her acupuncture isn't covered, so she calls the insurance provider. When I ask them, okay, how do I get the chronic pain associated with my TMD treated, the guy verbatim on the phone said, well, I can't tell you that. That would be illegal. Wait, I don't... What? Zosha said he was acting as if she was trying to scam the system, like she was fishing for a diagnosis. So Zosha started to give up on figuring out her new coverage. You know, I was holding off on sort of doctor's appointments and prescriptions, and mostly I was spending a lot of the time being really mad and really confused and trying to go back and forth. Zosha and some other grad students realized they were all dealing with the same issues. So they teamed up with a group called Grads United to push back. 
The group created a shared spreadsheet where students could list their healthcare concerns. Julia Broca is a PhD student studying entomology and science policy. She is a part of Greds United. I saw the spreadsheet that was going around with people populating it with their health insurance issues, which we should note, it should ne you should never, ever, ever have to out your health insurance needs to get heard. That is absolutely ridiculous. Like this entire situation, the fact that graduate students had to out themselves and their, their health issues is ridiculous for them to be heard by the administration, right? Like this is fundamentally horrific. She was actually given an award around this time for advocating on behalf of grad students. During her award speech in front of administrators, regents, and President Gable, she called out what she said is the hypocrisy of the university. She read the speech to me. Here's part of it. It is an honor to be with you here all today, and many thanks to my friend. On that theme that I'd like to express not only my gratitude, but also my anger, frustration, and disappointment for the ways in which this university seeks to reward us as individuals with accolades like this one, while repeatedly and systematically disempowering us collectively. You can see this and as we sit here in the unfolding crisis caused by the lies that graduate students were told about our health insurance coverage, a university that ignores the needs of graduate students resulting in students having to decide what basic needs we can afford, housing, food, or medical care. In March, Reds United wrote a petition that received almost 1,600 signatures in two days. The petition had five demands that requested solutions, reimbursements, and better communication with the U. I asked Julia about the petition. This petition, it has five demands. How many of those were met? None of them. The petition was delivered to President Gable's office October 10th. It was only like weeks later that we heard from Karen Hansen. It was only weeks and weeks later that we had heard from a staffer in the president's office, not even directly from her. When I talked to Julia on October 31st, she still felt the president's office hadn't addressed the demands. Like when you look at what students are going through, they are not getting their health needs met. This is ridiculous. To Zosha, the root cause of this debacle is that grad students don't have a voice. Um, we are considered sort of by the larger framework of labor organizing employees at a public institution, a public state institution, therefore we are state employees. I think why this matters in this circumstance is if the graduate students had a union, had a collective bargaining organization, these decisions that have been made about healthcare that adversely affect us wouldn't have happened because we would have had more of a voice um, in the conditions of our labor. The Council of Graduate Students, or COGS, has joined Grads United in the fight for solutions. Creedy Agarwal, president of COGS, is most concerned with making sure this all doesn't happen again in six years. She wrote a resolution that requests the formation of a committee to help navigate the next transition. Since we've reported this story, the U has reimbursed some students. The Office of Student Health Benefits has insisted that any grad students still experiencing problems can reach out and they will help fix them. But for students like Zosha, it's not just about fixing them. It's about preventing them. You know, for me, overall, the bottom line is that the situation should not have happened. It is not my job to be my own Office of Student Health Benefits. In an email to Minnesota Daily reporter Emily Sizen, Director of Student Health Benefits Greg Thurston said, quote, My team and I have been working as quickly as we can on a case-by-case -case basis to ensure graduate students have accurate information on their coverage and or are having issues resolved. He also noted that students who paid $0 copays for birth control pills under health partners were now receiving the same rate under Blue Cross Blue Shield. 
And here's the rest of the U's news. P.J. Fleck, star head coach of the Gopher football team, signed a seven-year extension this week. Since being hired in 2017, Fleck has captained the Gopher football team in its first win over Wisconsin in 15 years, a victory over Georgia Tech in the Quick Lane Bowl, and a so far undefeated 2019-2020 season. The U's best football record in over 70 years. His next hurdle? Defeat Penn State this Saturday. Presidential candidate Bernie Sanders and Representative Ilhan Omar rallied hundreds of University of Minnesota students to Williams Arena last Saturday. Bernie preached about impeachment, education, and of course, healthcare. He's currently polling third behind Senator Elizabeth Warren and former Vice President Joe Biden. First it was Studnuts, then it was Tim Hortons, and now the small dinky town retail space adjacent to Annie's Burger Parlor is resurrecting as Pho Mai, a Vietnamese restaurant. Its owner, Michael Bui, is a former University of Minnesota student. He said students can expect to order pho, rice platters, and salads when Pho Mai opens in February 2020. This episode of In the Know was produced by me, Luke Diamond, and was reported by J.D. Duggan. J.D. also does our intro music. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And also check out The Daily's sports podcast, The Weekly Rundown, with new episodes out every Friday. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening.